Hi, and welcome to episode 41 of the Effective Teaching Podcast. I'm Dan Jackson, and today I'm going to be explaining how to connect your learning goals and inquiry-based learning. So there's lots and lots of research around that talks about the importance of starting with the learning goals. People like Professor John Hattie, Dylan William, Grant Wiggins and Jay McTee, and a whole bunch more talk about why starting with learning goals is so important. Now, if you're new to learning goals, I actually have episode number one. My very first episode is all about the importance of learning goals. And there's really two reasons why learning goals are so important. And the first reason is because you need to know where you're going in order to know how to get there, right? So you need to know where you're heading so that you actually know how to break it down and what the next steps are. Otherwise, what happens is you just get lost in the learning. You get lost in the content. Whereas if you have those learning goals, it gives you a focus. It also can give you motivation and a drive to achieving that. Now, my business coach, who I uh, have used recently, talks to me a lot about setting destinations. But then he talks about how people set destinations and then they just kind of think that's it. But really, you set the destinations so that you then can build the tracks to get there. And if you don't build the tracks to get there, then the destination is useless. And so that's the idea of setting goals, but then having to build and create how you're gonna get to those goals and creating that process to make sure that you're achieving them. So when we create learning goals, we start with the goal and identify sub goals, which then build together to achieve the larger goal. So for example, if I want my students to be able to apply the principles of training appropriately for three or more different sports, for example, uh, I'll break it down. I'll break it down into, I want them to understand the principles of training. I want them to understand different types and methods of training. And I also want them to be able to break down the sport to identify the relevant types of training that they need to use with the athletes. And so they're sub goals that when you understand them and when the students are achieving them, they're actually working towards the larger goal. Now, inquiry-based learning is all about asking questions. So it's it's a bit different to learning goals here, right? It's all about asking questions. And these will come from the teacher, but they're also going to come from the student. You can get more information from episode 37 about critical inquiry-based learning and what that is. But this episode is all about how to bring your learning goals together with the inquiry-based approach. So when we bring them together, we are essentially converting our learning goals into questions and our sub-goals into sub-questions for our students to drive the learning. And in project-based learning, they talk about as a driving question. Uh, If you're looking at something like understanding by design, though, they talk about as essential questions. And so it depends on which kind of process you want to use, but that's the same kind of thing, essential or driving type questions here. You have a big one, and then you also have some sub ones that both are built and created from your learning goals. Okay. So for example, if I had a goal for my students to be able to promote their health and the health of others during the coronavirus pandemic, my questions might be, so my overarching question here might be, how might we promote our own health and the health of others amidst the coronavirus pandemic? Right, that might be a big question. But then I might have a sub-goal. And so my sub-goal may have been to be able to, for my students, to be able to evaluate health statistics and understand data, graphs, and charts that communicate epidemiology. And so from that, I'll have a sub-question that then might look like this, where it says, 
how might we use epidemiology to identify health priorities and determine the risk of coronavirus? And so that's a sub-goal turned into a sub-question. And so these questions build together to then answer the larger question, just like the sub-goals will build together to answer to, or to achieve the larger learning goal. So for inquiry-based learning, I also want my students to be asking the questions. So I might use a wonder wall or a no wonder learn chart, even a simple question such as what do we need to know in order to answer this question, will get students asking even more questions about the learning content and the learning goals that you're trying to get them to achieve because you're phrasing it in a question format. Uh, they may even do so without thinking about it. And I was fortunate this week actually to have two of my students that were doing some research in, on the coronavirus and I was talking to them about them asking questions that guide their own learning and their own research. And they were saying, oh, well, we don't have any questions. You know, we're just going through and doing what we're meant to do. Uh, but in fact, they did have a whole bunch of their own question that they had already answered uh, and they hadn't even noticed. And this was really powerful for me because I then started going through it and talking to them about it and say, they had actually wondered about the percentage of people, for example, who had the disease in multiple countries. And so they went about and calculated that by looking at the population size, the numbers and the stats that we have on the World Health Organization, or they looked at Australia's stats and looked at uh, our Department of Health stats on their website. And so they knew they had reliable statistics and they calculated that based on our population data. And so they had then calculated, after doing that, they calculated the risk of dying from the disease once you had it. So they looked at how many people in Australia had it and they worked out you know, if roughly 100 people had died at that point in time. And so they worked out what that was as a percentage of that larger number. And they were blown away by how low the numbers were because the media and everything had hyped it up. How our country has responded has been quite large compared to the numbers that we have, uh, which made them then ask why it had been made a health priority to begin with. Why had our government gone about shutting down our cafes, shutting down our clubs, uh, telling people that they have to stay home and live in isolation and to not travel across suburbs and those types of things? Why had our government done that if the numbers were so low? And that was exactly the question that I wanted them to ask. And then that led them to look at the response of our government and stuff to this new virus, comparing coronavirus with coronary vascular disease and cancer and thinking about the different types of diseases. It was fantastic, uh, but they hadn't even noticed because they had gotten into what's termed the flow uh, of learning where they are deeply engaged and interested and they actually start to lose track of time and they're not focusing on the questions that are coming up and what they're doing, they're just enjoying it. But this did not just happen, right? This was crafted through the design of the learning because I had taken this inquiry-based approach or a critical inquiry-based approach to their learning. Uh, there were goals which I had created and which I had built questions around and there were sub-goals which also had questions. So we had turned all these goals into questions which then had caused them to begin to ask more questions for their own learning, which was just fantastic. For me, yeah, this is what I'm all about. I'm always after students who want to learn and start to really enjoy and engage with the learning. Because I want my students to learn without even knowing that that's what they're doing, uh, to enjoy it, to be focused uh, and engage to the point where they don't realize that what they're doing is learning at all. They start learning all on their own and following their own kind of 
a rabbit burrow of asking question after question after question. But luckily, yeah, their questions had been following the questions that I had already planned and asked them, which meant the questions they were coming up with were more on topic and they were actually finding really cool information that they could use for what they were working on in class. And they were enjoying it, right? They were having these moments where their minds were blown with wonder and they were asking why and how this had actually all happened. So this week, what I want you to do, I want you to identify your learning goals. Hopefully you've got that. If you haven't got learning goals, craft them, come up with them. You know, that should be the number one thing that you do for any kind of learning, whether it be a lesson or a unit or just a small series of lessons. They need to have goals, okay? Uh, big goals, sub goals, etc. And then I want you to turn those goals into questions and ask your students what they already know about that question and what they need to know in order to answer the question. So you're looking at what they know that relates to the topic and the content that's in that question, but then you're gonna ask them, what do you need to know to answer that question? And that will then lead them to start thinking about what they're lacking and what they need to make up. And that will then have them asking their own questions and record that, record their statements, record their questions and build inquiry into your students' learning. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, I would love for you to leave me a quick review. It will help others to find the podcast. I'm Dan Jackson, and if you want to catch the video or the show notes for this episode, head over to teacherspd.net slash 41, and make sure you leave me a comment because I would love to hear from you.